Hello, and welcome to Anthropologically Speaking. My name is Catherine, but you can call me Katie, and I'll be one of your hosts for this show. I'm another host. My name's Isabel. And I'm another host, and my name is Iz. And we're going to be we're going to be hosting for you and we're super excited about this show. Thanks for listening everyone out yeah, there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so um we're going to like just go through a bit about like who are we? So, I'll start. Um so like I said my name's Catherine, but I go by Katie and I'm a fourth year anthropology student. And um yeah, I go to McMaster University, and the way I got into anthro is actually kind of weird. I don't think I've told you two this story before, <laughs> so this should be really interesting. Um, effectively, uh, I was really... It started off with Star Trek, which I know sounds super counterintuitive. <laughs> Very random. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it started off with Star Trek, and uh, before I had Netflix, which was tragic, but um, <laughs> effectively, days. I was watching like a bunch of DVDs of Star Trek, and I was getting my DVDs from the public library, and uh, I went to get the next season of Star Trek, but they didn't have it. So... I found this other show, and you can probably guess what show I found. It was called Bones, which was a really fun show. And I'm like, Classic. okay, I like crime and stuff. Well, I don't like crime, but like, <laughs> I think we can, I think we can, yes, yeah, get what I mean from that. So I'm like, oh, I really like this. Like, I'll give it a try. And I got like super addicted to it. And like now I know that like Bones isn't realistic. I'm sorry to pop anybody's bubble. Like I'm really <laughs> sorry because I know how great a show it is. But um, yeah, I got Bones and I'm like, oh, this anthro thing is really cool. So in first year university, I was like, hmm, maybe I should take a class in anthropology. And so I did. I took uh, one of McMaster's intro courses, Sex, Food, and Death. Really fun. Um, and I kind of fell in love with anthropology. So that's how I ended up into anthropology. And I still love it. Um, I particularly uh, go on the side of biological anthropology. And we'll talk a little bit about what types of anthropology there are later. But um, yeah, I particularly do biological anthropology, which means I get to work with human remains, which is a definite privilege. Um, and yeah, it's really fun. I probably spend a lot more time with dead people than I do living people, <laughs> but you know, that's chill. All right, so uh, Isabel, let's let's hear from you. How'd you get into anthro? Oh, my story's not as exciting as yours, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, so I'm also in fourth year anthropology. Um, I have a focus on bioarchaeology and biological anthropology with a minor in archaeology, but that depends on the day. Um, I actually really wanted to get into archaeology and anthropology because I liked dinosaurs, but then I realized, <laughs> shocking, <Ooh. laughs> anthropology is not about <laughs> dinosaurs. And I decided humans were much cooler anyway and way Agreed. more relatable. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I've always loved like historical mysteries and mummies and spooky dead people and thought that that was the definition of anthro, and I was right. <laughs> no. um, and my family of friends might think I'm freaky because I like touching very old dead things, but sometimes... A common problem we all have <laughs> in yeah. anthropology. We gotta do us, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, anthropology in general is pretty neat because you get to just examine people, their cultures, and kind of take yourself out of your life for a second and understand why, hows, and what's a society um, completely separate from your own. Sometimes even those that don't exist anymore. Plus, who doesn't love a good Neanderthal, am I right? Love you Neanderthals. Love your, you love your Neanderthals. I do. <laughs> Take it away, Iz. Um, so I, my name's Iz. Um, I'm also a fourth-year anthropology student. 
Um, and I'm also focusing um, on biological anthropology. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> We're all biological anthropology here. <laughs> um, so it grabbed my interest at first. I really didn't know what I wanted to get into um, in first year. Um, I was pretty confused. Um, and I took, same as Katie, I took um, the intro to anthro course. I actually took both of them um, here at Mac. And it, like immediately, um, I just gravitated towards the subject. It was so interesting. I felt that um, anthro was really applicable um, to real life. I loved um, talking about people. And initially, I actually really liked the cultural side um, of anthro at first. I thought it was really, really interesting. Um, but then as kind of second year and third year moved on, I realized I just wanted to study dead people. <laughs> <laughs> Same as you guys. Not that real people are, are bad, but um, I just love, like I loved osteology. I loved looking at human bones. Um, I found it really, really interesting. Um, and I think there's also kind of more of like a scientific aspect to that. Um, and I really, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, that's one thing that's really cool about anthropology is, um, especially in biological anthropology, we get to mix a lot of the natural sciences mm-hmm. with the social mm-hmm. sciences. So we take some of the like anatomy and that kind of thing, and then we use it like, okay, well, what's the deal with this? Like, why does it matter? What did this mean for people? Yeah, I agree. So, I think yeah. like one thing that really interests me is that as a discipline, anthropology can be really interdisciplinary. Oh, yeah. Um, so interdisciplinary. Like, in my cultural classes, there's a lot of, like, psychology and sociology. Um, and then physical classes, there's, like, geography and, like, all these all these different aspects. Um, and I really, really loved that. Yeah. Definitely me, too. That's, mm-hmm. that's something I love about anthro. Yeah. <laughs> really, really interesting. So out there, when you're listening, you might, some of you might be like, yes, anthro, I love this, I know what this is, but like, (laughs) some of you are also probably like, what is anthropology, what are they going on about, and are like, dead people, I'm concerned. (laughs) You're not criminals. You guys, you started off this show with a lot of dead people talk. Yes, we did, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you're uh, turned off by our talk about the dead but you know the dead are they're pretty fun to <laughs> get used to it <laughs> so yeah if we're gonna get all like root of the word but um if we're breaking down the root of the word uh, anthropology comes from anthropos which means man and logos which means study of so you've probably heard of like biology study of life or um geology the study of the earth so anthropology is the study of man so people, in more Katie, broad sense, people. humans <laughs> in all times and places, um, in different contexts, different cultures, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there are four subfields of anthropology, even <laughs> though I know we've been focusing a lot on biological anthropology. I'm sorry, any other types of anthropologists out there listening, we do love you too. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've got four types. So uh We'll, I think we're all a little bit biased, but we'll knock yeah. it off by talking about biological anthropology mm-hmm. first. Yeah, we'll start with biological. I feel like all of us could talk a lot <laughs> about hours and hours. Um, and we'll definitely go into it um, as the weeks go on, too. Um, biological is nice. There's lots of different kind of like subfields within it. Yeah. Um, very basic sense. Um, kind of what we do is we look at human remains um, and we study bones, what they can tell you about past populations. Yeah, mm-hmm. like population health. Um, what am I going on here? Yeah, and this is the one place where it's also not only just Homo sapiens, humans as we know them. We study also uh, non-human primates. So some of the great apes, they do some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, uh, ancestors of humans. So uh, Neanderthals, um, dis- different Australopithecines, they're called, the Paranthropus. 
people (laughs) um different things like that so like you can take a more evolutionary approach Mm -hmm. and you can talk about um because there are different subfields of the subfields they're sub subfields i guess (laughs) um but like you can take a more evolutionary approach and you can talk about like how uh humans came to be um how did bipedalism walking on two feet start um that kind of thing or you can even go into something like paleopathology which is like the study of disease and remains so you can look at like medieval england and did these people have tuberculosis or syphilis and what kind of things happened to them in order for Mm -hmm. that to have happened so um that's a really really neat aspect of uh, biological anthropology. I feel like we need to acknowledge uh, forensic anthropology is in there. Yeah, too. Forensic yeah. Anthropology is in there There's too. definitely some like more modern studies um, encompassed in biological anthro, like forensic, um, which is super important. There's also kind of like DNA if you look yeah. at um, like genetics. Yeah, um, molecular is, anthropology. Yeah. yeah, very scientific. Yeah, yeah, medical anthropology is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll do a sub We'll definitely do a week on forensics. That's I think one. I think people are very interested. That's very, very romanticized. If anyone oh, yeah. has watched Bones, very visible in pop culture. Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably do a bit of a week about debunking uh, <laughs> forensic anthropology and the CSI effect. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But yeah, so that's uh, biological anthropology. And there's even more sub subfields that we haven't <laughs> even like talked about, like biomechanics, which is what I'm really into. Um, mm-hmm. Really cool. You look at like leg bones. Uh, arm bones like long bones that we call them where in anthropology and in anatomy type things in general we're very creative with names we call the bones that are long long bones (laughs) (laughs) who would have thought yeah you you would never guess that like you'd look at them you'd be like oh long long. but um yeah so should we move on to archaeology? Yeah, let's do archaeology. So that's another subfield. It's also very romanticized in <laughs> yeah. pop culture. You think of Indiana Jones. Tomb oh, Raider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler Love alert, Indiana Ju- Jones is a looter, not an archaeologist. <laughs> he just goes and he steals stuff. Like. <laughs> in reality, there archaeology... Are people. <laughs> yes. It's so much more boring than that, but so interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about archaeology. Yeah, so archaeology is like material material culture so it's like the stuff people had um and it's a lot of it's a lot of digging Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of careful digging careful very careful (laughs) digging that's a very yes well maybe we can even do a week about digging (laughs) if people are into techniques yeah Um, (laughs) we can dig it (laughs) yeah but um yeah material culture so like stuff that belonged to people in the past and you got historical archaeology which could be from like the 1800s and you've got prehistoric archaeology which is like before history yeah <laughs> as the word implies. or written history i think we like um to say. but yeah so that archaeology is really really neat and there are different um different aspects of that too like some people study like ceramics um some people study lithics and lithics would be like mm-hmm. a lot of people would call them arrowheads um i'm gonna call you people out because <laughs> we call them projectile points unless we know it's an arrowhead because um, it could be like a spear or something we don't know um <laughs> i feel like there's also a big misconception that archaeology is very exotic and mm-hmm practiced in faraway places but in reality like places like ontario have very prominent archaeology yeah. and a huge oh, yeah. history that whether it's historical or prehistoric definitely there's a lot mm-hmm. of indigenous history in ontario and so archaeology happens right here yeah in our archaeology is definitely all around us um and also yeah it's definitely glamorized like yes. you could 
definitely what we've learned, I feel like, in our classes is you can dig for a very long time and not find anything. Oh, you're, you're not, not going to find the Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, like you were saying, like, even in Hamilton, uh, for those of you that are local, like, um, we have archaeological digs in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really cool. Like, I work in a collections um, lab where we keep archaeological artifacts and I see a lot of just rock (laughs) (laughs) and it can be kind of unexciting but then you think about it and this is stuff that people use people touch people interacted with hundreds of years ago and that kind of like makes it seem so surreal yeah Yeah. and I think too you can um like the more anthropological side of it is what you can learn from what you find um and like pottery for example um they can do like analysis of the the pottery and see like what the past population was eating for example yeah, like diet reconstruction like plant remains yeah so there's like paleo ethnobotany which is like a really cool area um and that's like ancient plants not even necessarily mm-hmm. ancient but like uh plant remains like what were these people eating what were they yeah. doing like what were they doing with these items that help them in their day-to-day life no. so that is i find that super duper cool yeah that's definitely really interesting yeah, and along that there's like radiocarbon dating that we can do on mm-hmm. Um, organic material to figure out exactly when I mean approximately this stuff yeah. came from and it's all just yeah it's <laughs> cool stuff archaeology is interesting it Yay! Is. <laughs> <laughs> all right should we move on to the next yeah let's talk about ooh, which one do you want to do next linguistics should we, should we get linguistics out of the way yeah <laughs> the reason okay we love linguistic anthropology none of um, us no <laughs> the reason we we're saying squat. get it out of the way is because none of us are linguistic experts um master doesn't have much anthropology we don't we are a four field school which is really cool um and we have one of the best linguistic anthropologists in the world dr cola russo and he's at mcmaster which is super (laughs) cool um but linguistic anthropology basically is like the study of language so there's different types of linguistic anthropology like there's structural linguistic Mm -hmm. anthropology which i think is like um it's more of like some, uh, the grammar and semantics, yeah. like the construction yeah. of like how you speak and that kind of thing. And one of the really cool things that linguistic anthropology can do is like they can trace um, different languages and like see where they converged. So there's like, for example, the Indo-European languages um, and even the Indo-European body of myth. Um, they converged like a lot of the stories that we know from mythology in for example like norse mythology and celtic mythology um they have common ancestry in language so it's it's really cool you can look at the roots of words a little bit of what i did earlier with anthropos and logos that's about as far as my <laughs> but um you can look at roots of words and it's incredibly interesting and they um linguistic anthropologists work all over the world in all different languages and all different cultures mm-hmm. yeah I don't know much about it, so I'm going to let you guys yeah, <laughs> take control I, over I this I wish one. I could say more. I think I it'd be interesting to explore maybe in a different week. I would love to learn yeah. more about it. Um, yeah, I definitely would, about. too. Yeah, yeah we yeah. should focus one week on yeah. it. Sure. So that was a short <laughs> jaunt into linguistic anthropology, but should we move on to sociocultural or yeah, cultural, cultural anthropology? Absolutely. Yeah. So... Yeah, is do you want to talk a little bit about this one since yeah, this is I, your first love in definitely, it? Definitely, I can definitely talk about it. Um, it was my first love in anthropology, <laughs> and I'm kind of fourth year. I'm kind of coming back to it. Yeah, um, I took a lot of you know biological courses last year. I kind of did a lot of fourth fourth year courses last year, so I'm kind of coming back, taking a lot of fourth year cultural classes. Um, it's hard to sum up cultural anthro in like <sighs> one 
It's so holistic. It's so holistic. It's so like and we'll all in what holism means after. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, it's very all encompassing. I've taken, you know, like one class in cultural anthro that's completely different from mm-hmm. another class. Um, essentially, though, it just looks you're looking at people. Um, you're looking at past societies. You're also looking at present societies. Um, so it's, you're studying people, why people do th- things. <laughs> yeah. Why so people like, are the way they are. The key of. word in cultural anthropology is culture. And like all anthropologists study culture, but cultural anthropologists study like how culture originates, how it disseminates, um, why people do the things they do, what kind of meaning does it have for mm-hmm. them, their lived experience. Why it matters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. An important part of our, as anthropologists, way of looking at it is we try and um, kind of eliminate all of our biases about mm-hmm. our own culture when we're looking at another one to not remain, like, to keep ourselves very open, just open to yeah, how yeah, other cultures function. Everybody, regardless of what you can say, approaches something with knowledge and with information that comes from their own cultural upbringing, their own cultural views. Everybody is affected by culture. It's part of being human. So, uh, yeah, we really need to work to, you know, just check ourselves and be like, am I bringing biases to the table when I'm studying people who may be different than me? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's super duper important. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite things about anthropology as a whole, too, is looking at anything and trying to eliminate your own bias trying to look at it um and see like why people are doing things and understand that like it's okay not even okay but like it's good to have difference and it's culture is good oh, yeah, it changes your perspective on the world it for definitely sure. does you kind of look at things in a new light and be 100%. like how would i feel if i was in that culture without yeah trying to eliminate like our westernized like ideals of what's right and what's wrong and mm-hmm. it kind of makes that a whole new perspective yeah absolutely And, like, uh, another really cool facet that I find of cultural anthropology is, like, ethnography. Definitely. So ethnography is, I don't, I guess I would kind of describe it as, like, it's, it's like, the story of a culture. Mm -hmm. Talks about people's lived experiences. So it's kind of like a primer on a culture. So you can read an ethnography almost like a novel, except it's real. The people are real. Their lived experiences are real. Um, The stories are real. And how they live their life is actually how somebody out there is living. Yeah. Yeah. their worldview and i think like a lot of facets of anthropology we've talked about this a bit but like it can be romanticized as well definitely yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. because like ethnographies definitely can oh yeah field work can and field work in ethnographies is such a big part of anthropology yeah because yeah. like even one example i can think of is like the shrunken heads mm-hmm. um like when people think of shrunken heads they're like oh savages yeah. primitive and those are like when an anthropologist hears like primitive or savage, oh, I or, die like, a it's like inside. we revel inside a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, but um, yeah, sociocultural anthropology is incredibly neat. It allows us to tell stories, um, really cool stories, and it also um, same with similar to archaeology. I think a lot of people think um, field work and ethnography is done in kind of faraway places, um, but very similarly, it's done here. Oh, 100%. There's ethnography work being done in Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, Looking at, um, I did a course that was looking at like elderly populations in Hamilton and like studying, again, people and why people are acting certain ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, we talked a little bit, we mentioned the word holism. So Mm holism is one of like, yes, we should get back to that. Yeah, one of the (laughs) things that kind of encompasses all the aspects of anthropology. And it's kind of looking at things like intersectionally. So like looking at all aspects 
of somebody. Um, for example, their gender might inform how they live. Uh, their socioeconomic status might inform how they live. Um, different things like that. Yeah, it's an interconnection of everything. Not looking at um, something as merely like different parts. Yeah, but because like, taking, it's like everything that comes yeah. together to make a person a person or make yeah. a culture a culture. Yeah, it's really easy to be like, oh, I'm going to separate uh, this aspect of somebody's identity, but it it everything interplays so much that we really do have to look at things holistically mm-hmm. in order to get anywhere. Yeah, and it exists on the micro scale and it exists on the macro scale. You can look at it as a nationwide thing and things contribute to how cultures and societies function and it's a multifaceted approach. And then mm-hmm. there's, again, we take it back down to the individual and many different parts of their culture, their upbringing, their biology make yeah. a person a person and that kind of what yeah, is it, what holism Yeah, it's, it's impossible to understand someone without looking at like the full picture exactly yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what makes anthropology i feel like a unique science Definitely. because a lot of the other ones just examine it from the single perspective mm-hmm. say biology or absolutely psychology. and like in anthropology we draw from we draw from biology we draw mm-hmm. from sociology we draw from so much that really helps us um create a comprehensive picture yeah. of the human experience in different times and places and spaces. Because yeah. there's holism within the just the field of anthropology as well. Because say you're going on a dig and you're going to look at an ancient uh, society, you get the biological anthropologists in there to look at the people, you get the archaeologists in there to look at material culture, and you get the cultural anthropologists in there to kind of figure out like what people were doing and why and it's mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it? yeah it really takes like it takes a village it does. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. find out stuff and even like anthropologists will work with people who are outside of anthropology as well 100 percent. yeah we've okay. talked about definitely the, the separation but yeah they're all all connected yeah like even historians together. like for when historical work is being done like bring in a historian what kind of documentation do we have that might Tell us a little bit about how these people and the skeletal remains we're looking at, like how did they live? Which is cool because you can compare uh, historical documentation to um, lesions on bone and kind of get a full perspective on what might have happened to that person. It kind of like allows you to get more accurate representation mm-hmm. and compare and contrast what the historical documents are saying and what the bones are telling you. And Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Bones are honestly such a great thing to work with because they can't um, lie they don't <laughs> <think it's strange. laughs> um there are definitely biases and uh different paradoxes that go into looking at bone that we'll probably talk about in future episodes definitely. but um bones they tell it to you straight and mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really cool because historical documents often come from maybe like the higher class or those people who are capable of writing and reading. And yeah. So it often creates a bias in the historical record, which bones can allow you to overcome because you can look at the people who weren't able to read and write or maybe, maybe not. We can't tell that from the bones, obviously, but yeah. it just allows you to get different perspectives on it that are unachievable mm-hmm. through historical documents. And this might be a little bit romanticized, but indulge me for a minute. One thing that I love about working with human remains is I get to tell somebody's story, yes. Yes. even though I they agree. cannot speak for themselves anymore. Yeah. And I think that is such a privilege. Like you I, are touching someone's hand that existed maybe thousands of years yeah. ago. And that person touched other people's hands. And it's just, it's very Yeah, cool. I definitely see what you mean by romanticized. But I think it's so interesting when you look at um, human remains. And you can kind of 
put together in your head and you're not making it up. You're using like the evidence from the bones to see like how this person lived. And it's really, really interesting. Um, also, like, it tells the stuff, a story. The stuff you can't access from bones too. Stuff like gender where we have to uh, divide the line between sex and gender where mm. sex is biological. And you can tell that normally if a well if skeleton is well preserved, you can tell the sex of an in individual. Adults, yeah. In adults. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And Come then, on, Isabel. <laughs> and then, um, but you can never tell an individual's gender from their skeletal remains. Yeah, which you have is to look at other mystery. things and Yeah, and the maybe it can never be known, but it's yeah. something that you can speculate on and it's... There's always more questions to be I asked. Know. <laughs> the more you find out, the more you wonder. Yeah. <laughs> so we are coming. I can't believe we're already almost at the end of our first show. I'm wow. so excited about this. Very Not excited about the end, fast. but we rephrase that. <laughs> this is it. Secure and talk for hours, trust me. Um, and we will. But, um, yeah, Maybe we'll talk to you guys a little bit about uh, the kind of things that you can expect from us in the future. Yeah. Mm. So we're um, definitely going to get guest speakers in. Yeah. For example, next week, we're going to get Dr. Rebecca Gilmore in to talk about bioarchaeology. Shout out. Yeah, she studies <laughs> ancient Romans, which I think is one of the coolest things. Um, and she studies disability and trauma. So we're going to we're gonna pick her brain a little bit. Very, and see what very she has cool. to say. You're really interesting. Um, some later topics, um, kind forensics. of like we mentioned, forensics. Oh, forensics. I think we really, forensics. I think we really need to tackle. We might have forensics. to do a couple shows because we could do like a forensics, pop like culture, pop culture, and then we could do forensics, like the actual scientific aspects mm-hmm. of what's going on and all that. Yeah, and we're absolutely as well open to um, feedback. So yeah, if you go to our message. Facebook page, anthropologically speaking, you can send us a message or on Instagram, and you can send us a message. What kind of things do you guys want to see in the show? Yeah. And we would be happy to indulge you and talk <laughs> more than happy more than enthusiastic. happy yeah yes. we'll definitely talk about a little bit about genetics um a little 23 bit and me. 23 and me um some more current topics yeah um, more the molecular anthropology stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. there's you, you guys we're gonna surprised <laughs> what we say about 23 and me but <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna pick stuff apart you're hopefully gonna get thinking about some stuff that you didn't think about before and uh hopefully we're fun to listen to we like to banter <laughs> yeah so. it's the magic of anthropology um and not on a bad note but we're definitely going to talk also about the problematic history of oh, anthropology yeah. it needs to be acknowledged um, yeah if we go back in anthropology there are some things that we need to talk about mm-hmm. but aren't necessarily comfortable to talk about yeah so we'll definitely be definitely going into that um we'll have a week probably on non-human primates so that'll be yeah. really cool mm-hmm. um on cultural anthro we'll talk paleopathology about that. too oh paleo, very cool very disease cool. and bone we all love paleo yeah we're all enthusiastic yeah. about that <laughs> and trauma too trauma yeah because there's a lot in there there's stuff about like infectious disease and trauma and the list goes on. <laughs> um. There are literally endless topics. Like as far as humanity reaches, anthropology affects it, can talk about it. That's the great thing I think about anthro because like I'm assuming most of our listeners are human. Hello to our non-human listeners. <laughs> I don't know, dogs or something. I love dogs. Hi to my dog at home, Noel. But yeah, as far as the human lived experience breaches anthropology touches that and even beyond mm-hmm. humans so that's we've got we've got an unlimited amount of things to talk about yeah, and i am so excited to begin get... unpacking anthropology and life as we live it um on the show so if there's any topics that like 
you don't think are related to anthropology and you want to send in, we can also try and provide like oh, an yeah. anthropological perspective I on that. I guarantee you that we can find well, anthropological perspective We will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> there is a way to connect. There is a will, there's a way. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if it's happening with humans it's it's anthropological Absolutely. so yeah we can we can do anthropological takes on current events we can do um lots of our hot take on stuff <laughs> <laughs> katie isn't isabel's hot take <laughs> i think we have to rename the show <laughs> all right so that's our show for today uh thanks for listening thank and you for listening. Listening. next week